Welcome to Max and the Supply Chain Heroes, your entrepreneurial podcast about challenges and changes in procurement and distribution in the context of digitalization. Thoughts, experiences, and above all, findings by experts in supply chain management. Completely free of any consultancy mission, easy, understandable, just plain business perspective. I'm Max Meister, and I hope you enjoy this episode. Yeah, today I'm talking to Dexy Lu. She's working as an artificial intelligence expert uh, at Linde. And uh, this episode uh, will be interesting for you if you want, you want to know how to leverage or use AI in uh, your company. So uh, it shouldn't be mystified. It's not the biggest black box. Uh, maybe you just should start and uh, test it and uh, analyze it. And uh, this episode also answers the biggest question. Um, you should ask yourself uh, when you start uh, an AI project. And um, this will be discussed in the end of the show. Uh, I'm very happy that I had an expert uh, in AI uh, in our show. And uh, whenever you have uh, questions, just send me an email to max at uh, supplychain-heroes.com. Have fun. So my uh, today's guest is uh, Dexin Lu. She's uh, working for Linde uh, as head of artificial intelligence solutions and technologies. And um, for me, it is interesting to discuss with uh, her about uh, supply chain uh, topics and especially AI and supply chain. And um, before we go too much in detail, maybe, uh, Dexin, uh, you can say what is your today's main job at uh, Linde and uh, tell some sentences about Linde as well. Sure. So... Uh, Linde is the world's largest industrial gas company, and that means we produce uh, things like oxygen, nitrogen, CO2, hydrogen, etc. Uh, we have about globally 80,000 employees as of 2019, and a revenue of about $28 billion. Okay, so quite an impressive company. So. Um, when you uh, say uh, you are now working in AI, uh, and if I understand right, and uh, your uh, career station before was uh, the biggest topic was uh, supply chain management. Um, what uh, can you? Do, what What are your uh, biggest or what is your biggest focus for AI uh, applications at Linde in improving the supply chain today? Sure, yes. So before I started um, developing AI solutions um, about more than three years ago, I was in the operational business um, with a focus on supply chain management and product management. And in the supply chain area um, in Linde, it's uh, it's pretty simple. We, we try to increase the supply chain efficiency as much as possible. Um, and we try to increase the uh, supply chain responsiveness and uh, make the supply chain as resilient as possible, so risk mitigation. And one of the most important topics in overall India is environmental impact. How do we reduce uh, CO2 emission and increase safety of the, um, of the supply chain operations in general? Okay, uh, so I guess that uh, the resilience of the supply chain is quite a big uh, topic at the moment. So we are recording in the mid of May uh, 2020. Um, Uh, how how do you uh, approach uh, such an AI project within Linda? Because for uh, my listeners, it's always interesting to really discuss 
about uh, uh, the project and uh, the, the steps of such a project. So for me, it would be interesting to maybe discuss. You have a couple of uh, papers uh, everybody can read, so we will put a description below. But um, uh, what was maybe uh, supply chain-wise the last project, and can you describe uh, how you approached this project? Mm-hmm. That's a good question. So f- maybe first on the supply chain resilience. So fortunately, uh, the majority of Linda's business has a relatively regional supply chain. So it's uh, it is affected, but uh, to a much lesser degree than a than a company with a global supply chain. With with um, you know you have if you have to procure uh, equipment from China, for example. Um, in the supply chain area, as I have mentioned, we focus on. Uh, this many different topics, maybe to give you one example, how we uh, increase supply chain efficiency. Um, we do have a, a large internal fleet and we, we also outsource a lot of our delivery tasks. Um, we drive more than 1 billion kilometers a year, which is a lot. Um, so in, to systematically make this delivery more efficient, we have, deliver, uh, we have developed a, a driver training tool uh, sounds very simple. However, it's powered by a very sophisticated AI algorithm. And how does it work? Uh, we use the big data collected on our onboard computer of our fleet to understand um, all these different parameters like harsh braking, as ca- acceleration, uh, delivery frequency, and uh, whether it's inner city or mountain area, to understand the correlation between driver's driving behavior and fuel consumption. In other words, what can the driver influence on the fuel consumption and what are the factors that he or she cannot control, right? Um, And we are able to very systematically uh, provide a tool to be able to train the driver real time how he can drive better to reduce um, the fuel efficiency with a gamification uh, element as well. Um, but uh, when you say you want to uh, increase the driver's efficiency, can you give an example what this means? This means just the consumption of gas or also time or w- w- what does it mean? It's mainly about gas. So let's say um, today, I'm sure in many logistics company, you do do drive driver training and you have some kind of scoring, uh, but it's very hard to touch um, the overall driver community. Often when the transport manager is trying to tell the driver, hey, you should have braked less or uh, did less acceleration, it's very conceptual, right? It, the, the driver mm-hmm. might say, that's not fair because on my trip, there were a lot of uh, uh, congestion or I was driving in a mountain area. It's uh, very different from my colleague who had a very different setting, right? Uh, but with this tool, uh, we're able to uh, make a very fair evaluation to predict with high accuracy because we're able to uh, single out the elements which the driver cannot control. So you're able to, uh, let's say, evaluate and uh, compare the driver on a very fair basis. Now, I think this is very important because to me, um, the driver community is a very important community within the supply chain management. And when we talk about about AI, there are many um, misunderstandings. And here we aim to help them, right? We, and for them, uh, many of them might not want to understand a lot of complex statistics. 
And in reality, we actually want to simplify the process, right? So instead of uh, going through many different numbers with them, which they don't have time because they are usually in a very tight schedule, um, we we show that our tool actually ha- can provide a very fair and accurate prediction of how their driving style influences the fuel consumption, right? So it really is over the long time, you know, over a longer time period, you build this trust uh, on the driver, on the tool, and so the driver believes in the the evaluation. And additionally, um, this gamification aspects helps the driver to, you know, incentivize him to actually drive better. Okay, so if I understand right, uh, you uh, analyze with an algorithm all the data you have, and you try to... um, Uh, find uh, um, uh, some some improvements in driving, and then you have a special um, simulator where the driver uh, is tested. Or uh, do you do this in real time in the gas trucks? We do that after each trip. Ah, okay. So you, when a trip is completed, you analyze it and then you give feedback uh, to the driver. Yeah. Okay. So the I, driver I, I, can see it on his own device, so we don't really have to. Uh, manually do this education. Okay, okay. So the, I think this is an interesting uh, example. Uh, what I think is always uh, difficult when you talk about uh, artificial intelligence is that uh, for uh, a non-technician like I am, it's a black box. So I think it's totally normal that uh, people having no uh, uh, clue about AI uh, th- that they are uh, they have a big respect for this topic. And they, they they want to yeah uh, the trust has to be earned by the system so not the other way around so I can imagine this was one of the biggest uh, uh, topics you had in this project. Yes, I I think I wanted to talk about this project is also that it shows that AI is not uh, making things more complicated but rather simplify. So imagine I mentioned a lot about this project, but from a driver perspective, he is only receiving you know, an app, which after each trip shows him a, a score, which is uh, with some kind of gamification, which is very simple to understand. It's like if you play a, a computer game and it just shows you mm-hmm. yeah. how good you have played. Yeah. Okay. Um, so uh, this example is maybe not the best one for uh, Ludwig Meister because uh, in Munich, we only have one driver. So I ah. think <laughs> so. I think the gain of efficiency wouldn't be uh, uh, high enough. But um, before we discuss uh, another example, um, uh, I wanted to come back to the to the topics where you think AI can uh, add value in the supply chain. You said you have uh, you want to increase efficiency. This was the driver's example, and then you have the reduction of risks or the uh, improving the resilience. Uh, do you have uh, uh, one topic where uh, Linda is now uh, making some projects on, or do you have a uh, some thoughts on this topic? Uh, on the resilience side, of course. So uh, traditionally, we have always fo- focused on safety and resilience. And here, with AI's help, you can uh, uh, do many things. For example, we have done a, a project in the areas of safety, uh, transport mm-hmm. safety, Uh, so we're able to use a lot of data, not only including Linda's internal data, but external traffic, uh, con- uh, you know, uh, cons- road construction, right? The road characteristics and um, also the uh, general population's uh, driving uh, history, like uh, whether there was an accident. 
to pr to predict whether um, when a when a driver is entering a, a certain area, uh, what's the probability of entering into an accident so that you can avoid that, right? So similarly, I know that uh, for many companies, probably you don't have so many driver, but similarly, what uh, what uh, we have been doing is that you could um, predict. Um, the most important risk factors in your whole supply chain uh, with the help of a lot, a lot of external uh, data. So in your example, for example, um, you could think about, hey, if I am um, procuring equipment from a certain country, right? And um, for me, it's blind on um, what's happening and what can uh, influence the, the, the risk of supply. And here you can use a lot of external data to be able to predict your supplier risk to be able to predict um, the risk of uh, that country or even the particular city um, uh, where the production is being made and having a correlation to the overall supply chain risk of your company. Um, yeah, I think this is a, a good example uh, for us at the moment. What we have done is we have, uh, but it, it's it's manual work. We created some kind of risk factors for the different countries. Um, we, we are not sourcing that much in, uh, in, in China, but we have many suppliers also in Italy, for example. And then we created a, it's, it's, it's a factor and uh, we try to calculate the supply chain risk. Uh, but it's uh, basically it's a Excel sheet logic, so it's not uh, using uh, real time data. It's um, it's manual work. So uh, I think this could be a, a important topic for the future. So uh, I think you're definitely right. Yeah. Um, when we talk about uh, so maybe uh, because um, how uh, so when you are uh, at a cocktail party. Mm -hmm. And uh, some uh, and somebody <laughs> asks you, uh, "What are you doing? Uh, um, how do you explain AI?" And if somebody uh, is asking, "I want to use it for my company, or I have a special idea," how should I start? So, how do you explain it? Because I imagine it's uh, uh, you will be asked this sometime. Mm -hmm. I think, like, if you're in a cocktail party, the easiest way to explain what AI is is a face recognition, right? When you are trying to open. Uh, your iPhone or uh, Alexa uh, voice assistant, right? That's what people um, uh, relate most with um, this type of technologies. And we do use this type of computer vision technology also to uh, be able to recognize our asset and to make a supply chain more, more transparent. And uh, that would be examples I could give. Um, I think, um, right, so perhaps... To go to one, one area in the supply chain era, which everybody can relate uh, to, is demand forecast. Mm -hmm. Right. So uh, you know that uh, supply chain has this bullwhip effect and um, the, the demand forecast accuracy is very important. Uh, the more accurate you are and the better you can plan Right. in general. Uh, this is exactly why AI can help. In the past decades, people have been doing this all along. And why can AI do better? It's mainly, uh, as I mentioned, also maybe because of two most important factors. One is uh, a lot more data available internally with IoT sensor, also externally uh, that you can utilize. Um, whether events, for example, we live in Munich, um, the Oktoberfest uh, is a big event, which influences a lot on our demand of CO2. And such information you can 
put into a demand forecasting algorithm so that the uh, the algorithm can learn to understand a lot more dynamics that influence your customer demand. So I think this is uh, maybe uh, one example which I, I would give. Okay, so uh, I think Oktoberfest is a good example. So the CO2 is used in restaurants and bars uh, for the tapping, uh, for tapping a beer or stuff like this? Yeah. Okay. Um, when you uh, say um, you are using uh, uh, external data, what is what is more important for the demand planning, for example? Is it uh, the history, your sales history, or is it the external data? What do you think? Uh, it depends largely on the customer. Right. And, and the product. So you will see mm -hmm. some product has a, a much uh, a more seasonality or is much more influenced by uh, external events like the Oktoberfest and some products are uh, very regularly driven. So um, therefore, which is exactly where AI can help because you're able to segment the customer and tailor made uh, the forecasting to each of them. Right. And to learn from many different data um, that you can increase the accuracy very high. Hmm? Okay, so um, uh, you just mentioned uh, customer segmentation, and I think this is uh, uh, one of the biggest topics for uh, our company because we have very different uh, kinds of customers. So, for example, a paper machine uh, company or a production company of pumps and motors. So the demand is is very different or uh, it's uh, it's unique for each kind of company. Um, If I want to use an AI algorithm in my company that helps me identifying, for example, uh, similar segments of uh, customers, how would you start such an AI uh, project? Mm -hmm. So I think the first question I would always ask um, you as a business owner would be, why do you want to cust uh, segment the customers? Is it that you want to in, in, uh, make better supply chain planning? Is it that you want to develop different marketing strategy or product service offering to these different customers? I understand it's more on the on the supply chain side, right? Yes, yes. Okay. For, for us, it's we want to add value uh, within the supply chain for our customers. So we have to have the right uh, services and products uh, at the time where our customer needs uh, mm -hmm. the product or the, mm -hmm. or the service. Yeah. Yeah. So. Right. So in this respect, the reason why I ask why is you have to, at the end of the day, I hope it's clear for everyone, we are mainly talking about software development, right? Even though yep. there's yep. all these fancy uh, algorithms behind. So the reason why I ask why is because you have to understand if, suppose I can, forget about how, suppose I can give you a perfect segmentation, how would you use it? What actions would you take? Mm -hmm. Who is the uh, who is the end user of such a software? Right, this is the most important thing, and and, and you have to know your uh, your company that N D uh, N D A M uh, D N A and your process, right? So uh, and then you can figure out you, you can I suppose if the depending on the company size, you can hire a data scientist or uh, find a, a data science team externally, find some company uh, company to help you figure out how to segment. But uh, we can go to the technical details, but, um, you know, it's actually not so complicated, right? So, so for example, uh, you might have different SKU 
and you then you want to decide okay what are the features that influence my um, supply uh, how to, how to differentiate them could be the size of the uh, SKU could be uh, you know different delivery frequency could be uh, different customer buying behavior etc cetera, etc cetera. and then you yeah the, the rest so um, AI um, people say that it's largely about feature engineering that is actually a, a, a domain expertise is is needed from your business and the rest is not so complicated so there are many different clustering algorithms like k-means k-prototype etc etc and then afterward once you build the segmentation you have to um, try to interpret uh, what that means and this is a iterative innovation process Um, so in summary i would say how do you do ai you um, first of all try to understand why you do that and you mm-hmm. can use uh, you know a process like design thinking to be able to figure out what is my end solution and end user who can act on my software and then you do an iterative pro- innovation process to improve okay it. Okay, so I understand and I think this is uh, maybe uh, the biggest learning uh, of the last 20 minutes. If you want to use AI in your company, uh, uh, it's not about uh, discussing about it or thinking about it, what we could do, but it's very important to really ask why you want to do it and uh, ask the question, uh, what kind of service you want to develop or what kind of value you want to add. And after you have done this, and this is really, I think, the biggest question, then you should start uh, searching for the right people or you maybe have it in-house because uh, a data scientist uh, always sounds uh, very big. But uh, if, if you really start looking at your own data, I'm quite sure that you already can see a lot of things. But you have to invest the the resources and the time to really uh, look at the data. And just after this step, you would try to really uh, use AI algorithms. So I have no clue how they work, but then you would try to use it. And then the interpretation of the data in the end uh, uh, really adds uh, the value and is the last step. Uh, Is it right? Yes, for sure. I think in general, in this time, uh, technology is developing extremely fast. It's always good to have some internal know-how to understand where to look for what and what would be a a good partner. Um, The rest is exactly as you said. Okay. Um, So uh, maybe uh, one last question. Uh, If you have uh, uh, somebody who is uh, uh, going back to the cocktail party, uh, do do you have some kind of uh, website or uh, some content where you really can uh, refer to where somebody is able to learn more or uh, get some more details or how do you, how do, how are you inspired? Oh, that's a good question. So, I um, do a lot of different things, uh, you know, for a nor- uh, anybody, the simplest thing is you can set up a Google alert to, <laughs> to know what are the latest AI news. And there are many uh, different uh, communities, websites, like, uh, for example, Towards Data Science is a good one. It's a good blo- uh, blog where um, a lot of the top uh, data scientists are posting. And there are a lot of open source um, uh, free courses you can take and uh, in many cities there are meetups so in Munich for example there's a community uh, there are meetups you can go to uh, to exchange with peers and to understand more about the technology so yes there are many things you can do 
Okay, so I would be happy uh, if we uh, can put the description of the blog below. And uh, whenever this corona uh, uh, crisis uh, is gone, uh, maybe uh, we can meet uh, uh, during a meetup here in Munich. So I, uh, I would be happy to learn more. That sounds great. Hopefully also during the Oktoberfest time. <laughs> yeah, then maybe next year. So we will see. But um, yeah, Dexin, uh, so uh, thank you very much for your uh, insights. Um, and uh, whenever uh, one of the listeners uh, has some more questions, so uh, I would uh, give the contact or uh, everybody can send me an email to uh, max at uh, supplychainhelden.de and I will uh, maybe uh, pass on the questions or we will make a second show. So uh, I'm very grateful. Thank you for your time and all the insights. Thank you very much, Max, for inviting me.